video chat. Oh. Short-lived. I'll never do a video chat. Never! Do you do it in... at work? Yes. Wow. You'll do it with your work friends, but not your real friends? <laughs> real friends don't let each other actually do video chat, Ryan. Wow. And, and they're not my real friends. Oh. Andrew, if they let you do video chat, they're not your real friends. Honestly, at this point, I have an image of the both of you in my head that I, I don't think the real things could ever live up to. Sure. I'm recording, by the way. Me too. too. Yay! And we're recording on April 2nd, 2020. A Thursday, episode 12, Quarantine Cast what we're doing to keep ourselves sane in these troubling times, but only barely. You, you, we, it, it, people know what this is at this point. What's going on? That they do. That they do. Nothing's going on, man. That's yeah, the, nothing. That's the sinister quality of all this. Actually, speaking of haircuts, what's your guys' plan for that? I have no I'm, idea. I'm not leaving the house. Why do you why do you need a plan? <laughs> like I if this is going to be a couple of months, I might need a haircut at some point. You're going to have to shave it, Lucas. Oh. Why do you need a haircut? I'm actually curious. Cuz my hair cuz it'll grow, man. Yeah. And it'll get like annoying. So what? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> going to be a barbarian in like 2 months? <laughs> You don't fine. have to look good, Lucas. No one will see you. <laughs> Ryan, how often is do you that, get a that's haircut? That's Ryan's take. Uh, like once a month? Once every two months? Why? So, like, what will you do in two months then when it's time for a haircut? Nothing, because it's fine. <laughs> well. Why is that? Why is this such a big deal? I'm actually curious. You're not leaving the house, correct? I am not. So what's... What's going on, man? What's what's the, what's the anxiety in having slightly longer hair than you're used to? I'm afraid I won't look good with slightly longer hair, and I want to look good. Not for not... you people, but for me. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> this is this is how I felt when Andrew offered me that granola bar. <laughs> I feel I feel as though I am no longer a human being. I I cannot connect with this person on such a level. That I'm questioning my humanity. <laughs> you are, are all right. So let me let me ask you a seemingly unrelated question, Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know, do you, what is what is your take on like clothing that you wear in quarantine? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like like what what do you wear during quarantine? What like do you think there's any sort of we, like clothes that would be considered weird in quarantine, or that you should no. wear or shouldn't wear? I wear shorts and a t-shirt. I've heard people that say that they wear pants and, you know, like a, a button-down or a polo just to kind of, like, keep some sanctity of their work day, which, sure, go mm-hmm. ahead, if that makes you feel comfortable. Okay, so so if people do that, that's not that's not no. weird. That's not weird. Okay, so, so why is it weird for Lucas not wanting his long, raggedy hair in quarantine? Because he can't cut his own hair 
And I mean, he, he could. can't go to the barber. Yeah, no. Okay, so once again, here you go. You could cut your own hair, Lucas, if it means so much to you. Or you just deal with it <laughs> because well, no, you can't like, go to a barber shop. Like the like the correct answer is is deal with it. You know, like you're you're right there, Ryan. <laughs> okay. But, but but if Lucas is I don't know uncomfortable with his hair getting super long, I don't think that's weird that he's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's gonna have to just deal with it because he can't go out and get it cut, or he's gonna have to cut his own hair. <laughs> but it's, it's not it's not weird for him to feel uncomfortable about it. It's so like unmistakably low on my like <laughs> chart of things that I'm uncomfortable about that I just can't imagine that ever crossing my mind. The fact that like my hair will be an inch longer than I'm used to letting it get. <laughs> that that it's incredible to me that that popped into someone's head, which fair enough, weird things pop into people's head. We're in we're in weird times, but <laughs> It, it literally hadn't even come close to crossing my mind. Okay. I'm, I, are, have I, you guys are you guys shaving every day? Are you like yeah, really keeping it up? I'm I'm definitely not letting my beard grow out. No. All right. Well, I am. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I've never seen you with facial hair. You absolutely have. Senior year of high school, I let it or of uh, college, I let it go. Freshman no, year, no you shave November. No shave yeah, wait. Yeah, you didn't. You weren't there for most of it. For, yeah, no, for No Shave November. Uh, no Shave November started like October 20th for me in col- in that senior year of college and then lasted until at least early December. Like, it, it was a long No Shave November. Um, freshman year, we all did it and I bailed after like two weeks because it looks terrible. I remember that. But now I'm living in quarantine and yeah, I, I'm very comfortable in jeans and a t-shirt. I don't have to worry about my hair looking perfect every morning and I uh, don't... Don't really shave the beard. It's you great. guys still showering every day? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, me Hold too. Hold on. That's a whole nother level. Wow. It's like, yeah, me too. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm, his, I'm shaving and wearing nice clothes. And, and his shirt yeah. hasn't changed in four days. And I'm worried worried about my, how my hair looks, but <laughs> showering, I don't know about all that. I think showering, I feel like I shower every day in the morning because it's just how you, how you get started. Right. It's how the day goes. Yeah. Like, it's not even a cleanliness thing anymore. Oh, it's definitely a cleanliness thing for me. Sure. But I mean, like, also, like, yesterday I wore jeans and a button-down shirt, and today I wore jogger sweatpants and a t-shirt. Like, I'm all over the place. I don't I don't care all that much about it. But definitely staying clean. Sure. Wow, Disney is going to furlough employees starting April nineteenth. Mm. Um, like uh, entertainment. Um, well, that might be. Uh, they just say all uh, unnecessary employees or something. So Chris Pratt's up there. He's like, I'm necessary, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. I imagine that's going to be a lot of theme park folks. Yeah, I, I think that's where it's going to be focused. Probably mostly. I mean, the parks have been closed. Mm-hmm. I, I, and they will were, be for a long time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they like someone. I don't. I never saw it from Disney, but someone told me they heard that Disney was planning on opening their parks up. And this was like two weeks that I heard it. They're like, yeah, they're planning on opening it back up. You know, next week after only being no. closed for two weeks. I'm like, that sounds like a terrible idea. And then they didn't do it. So I'm like, okay, good. Yeah, no, that was never gonna happen. I 
those theme theme parks are going to be closed for way longer than when we're finally allowed to like no longer work from home and yep. come into the office. Like large gatherings of thousands of people are still going to be well behind that. If if the college football season does play this year, I would imagine at least most of it would be without crowds. So yeah, what are, what are like professional sports going to do? Like when when sports finally come back? Because I I assume that you know sports are going to come back as soon as they're legally able to essentially. Mm-hmm. But like, what are they going to do about like crowds and stuff? It's kind of weird to think none. about. I mean, the TV deals will be more lucrative. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because everybody would just be yeah. pining. I mean, if golf came back right now, people would be like, <laughs> that's what they would watch. That's what they would talk about. Golf would be one of the safer sports. Right? For, yeah. For, uh, for the athletes, the at times. least. If they got rid of the crowds, the athletes would be yeah. fine. I think. Well, fine is a strong term. You never know. I think a couple right. of states actually excluded golf courses in their businesses That's must so close dumb. yeah fuck off yeah. those those are probably the same states that are taking the rims off basketball co- hoops and then mm. they're, they're allowing golf courses to yep. play that's like we well, you know what obvious. that's about <laughs> yeah we, we know what's going on there um i've seen a more than one nfl beat writer like 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 their you know their tweets are just like oh and this team signed this player and that team signed this player and this is what this player had to say about something and then interspaced with governor evers why have you closed the golf courses this is outrageous like how are we supposed to spend time outside i'm like okay dude (laughs) shut the fuck up yeah you know you know what you're doing yeah it's rough have you guys already started disassociating uh, with, like, characters being outside or in large groups or restaurants in TV shows and stuff? I haven't. I've heard people say that. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, this is, it feels really weird watching this TV show where there's, like, a lot of people hanging out together. I haven't had that yet. I don't know if it's going to happen. They, I don't know. I don't think I've ever, like, I don't know. I what what is the term i'm looking for um my mind's blanking really bad right now uh suspension of disbelief okay mm-hmm. i don't i don't really have a suspension of disbelief for the most part so like i never really just lose myself in like tv and stuff so it never really crosses the wires i right I don't now i've ever been like that doesn't make sense <laughs> because of coronavirus it's just eh. right now I'm definitely... you don't lose yourself in media or wait, maybe, maybe, I don't know. That would make me really sad. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of reversed. I mean, I'm really, like, I'm really susceptible to, like, getting completely lost in media. Uh-huh. I remember in I film classes. Compart- I think compartmentalization sh- is what I'm thinking of. Huh. I, That's I think fair. It's, it's definitely a separate thing. Like, I, I'll enjoy the media and then it's done. Like, when I, you know, oh, stop no, watching, sure. it's done. Okay. But, like, when you're watching something, do you lose, like, your surroundings? Like, you're, you're, when you're staring at the TV, but you're not noticing the the picture, like, next to the TV. or Like, you're on the TV. You're basically in the TV. Yeah. Yes. Do you have that? Yes. Okay, thank God. Okay. It made me really sad because I'm very susceptible to that. And when I was in film classes in college, they would show us a clip and want us to, like, analyze it and break it down. But I would just, like, get lost in the story. Like, in the in the 10 minutes that we were watching the clip, I would just be like, oh, wow. Like, oh, that's interesting. Like, just, like, lo- losing myself in the, in the TV show and movie. So I'm... I'm very good at like yep. getting completely lost, and I know that something is really bad when I start noticing like, 
oh wow that you know look at that thing next to the tv <laughs> like that's <laughs> when i know that i am really not into this because it's very easy for me to slip into like watching mode that's for sure so I'm, gl- I'm glad that you have that, Andrew. I wouldn't yeah. wish that on my greatest enemy, <laughs> yeah, inability to get lost in media. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I'm articulating my thoughts very well, but ba- baseline is no, I don't, I don't think I'm going to really have any like watching a fiction TV show or movie and be like, oh no, crowds. Whereas like if I you know saw something on the news of people just being in crowds, I would absolutely be like, oh no, fucking idiots. Don't be in crowds. Sure. I'm... I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm definitely at the point where it's kind of a reminder to see a character doing that, where, oh, that's what society was like before the happening. In the before times. (laughs) Yeah. I, and in terms of, like, compartmentalization, I don't think that I'm there with you, Andrew. I think you might be on one end of the spectrum. Uh, Fun fact, my mom is on the exact opposite end of that spectrum, (laughs) My mom cannot watch a lot of things because she relates to the characters so much and, like, hates to watch them struggle and suffer. Oh, oh no. <laughs> like, she gets so invested that it's, like, brutal. She can't watch, like, uh, for, as a shitty example, Meet the Parents because, like, everything what? bad keeps happening to Ben Stiller's character and she oh, struggles man. with that. So she's on, like, the very other end of, like, empathy for fictional characters. I think I'm somewhere in between you two, but I, I love that we now have, like ends of the spectrum for <laughs> empathizing with fictional media i don't it's kind of fascinating i don't remember meet the parents too much but isn't ben stiller kind of a dick in that movie no no okay. he's like a schmuck like oh. he, he can't do anything right i might be uh, robert de niro is a dick yeah what's the one he's I'm... like the cia dad i might be thinking of the one where ben stiller goes to mexico with uh was her name Cameron Diaz, the actress? No idea. What? I'm Cameron Diaz is an actress, yes. Hmm. <laughs> Might be what I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> Don't know what movie this is. It's a is. completely different movie. I'm I'm you, Oh yeah, like Ben Stiller and Don't Blend together. I, I am at least ninety-five percent certain that whatever movie you're thinking of, one of those two actresses is not in it. <laughs> Wait, two actresses? Who's the other one? Or, or sorry, at, like, actors. Um, ben Stiller, Cameron oh. Diaz, Mexico, shows IMDb The Heartbreak Kid, 2007. What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> I have never heard of this. Kid. Lucas, regale us with your tales of The Heartbreak Kid. What the uh, fuck? What is that movie about? Uh, 2007. <laughs> romantic comedy. Ben Stiller, uh, if I recall correctly, Ben Stiller, uh, like, starts dating and quickly marries Cameron Diaz. That turns to be, that, that turns out to be a major mistake because they just find out that they do not work out as a couple almost immediately. Um, so on their honeymoon to Mexico, he just immediately thinks about ending the relationship and cheating on her. And then he meets a woman that he thinks he does actually connect with. And then shenanigans ensue. That's yeah. That doesn't sound great. Really, is not. <laughs> I I found one of my new favorite pastimes in quarantine. By the way, what is um uh some I I I'm curious. I love asking people this because now I've discovered this phenomenon. Um, but Ian is one of the people, and he can definitely hear me. He's right on the other side of the door. Um, that 
watched a lot of movies when he was like six or seven. Yeah. And literally has zero memory of them. Like you can ask him <laughs> the most basic question about plot and he can't name a single thing. Like this morning it was Greece. And I asked him, what's Grease about? And all he could think of was Kevin Bacon and Footloose. <laughs> like it's, so I, I just think that's kind of fun to like a movie that you haven't seen in 17 years and just see if there's even a single thing that they can recall about it. So, I'm trying yeah. to think if I have any. Yeah, I feel like I, I, have, an, I have a little bit of knowledge. I, about... think, I think I remember movies that I've seen pretty well, no matter when I saw them. I... Yeah. I mean, I definitely know there are movies I have seen that I've forgotten that I've seen them. But if you reminded me that I saw that movie, other stuff I'm sure would snap back. Hmm. Have you seen the SpongeBob SquarePants movie? Yes. Uh, what well, um, was the, the last first time? One? Yeah, the first one. Probably when I was ten. Ten? Mm-hmm. That's not a bad one. Huh? Yeah, what, what, what's that movie about? Um, the opening of well, that movie's been memed so much. Uh, the opening of the Krusty Krab uh, Two. SpongeBob doesn't. Yep feel like a man so he goes to save mr krabs who's been frozen Mm -hmm. by king neptune because of plankton's plan z i think that was a joke in there yeah yeah damn it yeah that one might have been too cult i mean but you would think like greece would have a lot of cultural sources too i don't know yeah yeah um damn shit what's like a random like disney movie that maybe you've only seen once from a long time ago Ooh. Um, Treasure Planet. Have you watched Treasure Planet recently? Fuck, fuck yeah, man. Oh. Treasure Planet. What's what's that movie about uh, Lucas or Andrew? Oh, Andrew, have you seen it a lot? Do you, would this be cheating? I, I saw it multiple times as a kid. Okay, yeah. Lucas, have you seen Treasure Planet? I think I saw part of it at least. Ooh. What's it about? <laughs> a guy discovers like a map or something to a bunch of treasure and is picked up by pirates but then there's a betrayal and the cyborg cook leads a mutiny and that's i think all of the movie i've seen (laughs) how do you do andrew i mean i don't think he said anything that was like incorrect okay that's good yeah that's solid. But once again, that's a plot point. <laughs> that's all I need. Yep. I need one thing. Damn. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I he, he, he pretty much got it. Like, if you gave an, uh, a high-level overview of Treasure Planet, it's just Treasure Island, but in space. Yeah. Have either of you guys that's seen Mr. Holland's pitch. Opus? No. no. What? What okay. the fuck is that? Is that an anime movie? <laughs> no, I think that's... No. Maybe it's a different thing than what I'm thinking It's a Korean of. cartoon. <laughs> Have either of you seen Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium? No. <laughs> okay, well, I saw it. Haven't seen it since theaters. Um, from what I recall, it's about an inventor um, who has a toy shop, and um, he's dying? And he uh, has to turn it over to like his young apprentice, and there's like all sorts of hijinks because of that. I remember seeing the trailer to this movie. Yeah. So I guess that's a plot point, but not not a lot, definitely. Is that Natalie Portman? I think, yeah, it was Natalie Portman. Holy and, shit. And uh, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman was <laughs> oh, Mr. Fuck. Magorium. Yeah, it is. Damn. <laughs> what the hell? 
I'm trying to think of obscure movies that you guys maybe saw. What did this podcast become? Have you guys seen The Butterfly Effect? I have, yes. I have not. Okay. Ashton Kutcher needs to go... I forgot why he has to go back in time, but basically, yeah, it's... I mean, it's the trope, and there's also the short story of The Butterfly Effect. But also it has really bad time travel logic. Um, because it, he both has like the butterfly effect sometimes, but also doesn't sometimes. And it's a whole thing. And he steps on a bug and that like ruins everything. Yeah, that's a trope. (laughs) Classic. Man. Yeah. What about, oh, open season. Did either of you watch open season? No, I probably, that sounds really familiar. What's it about, Lucas? I, am I allowed to look up anything no, about the movie? No, absolutely not. No, you definitely can't even Google, like, because images could uh, trigger it. Is that is that an animated movie? Yeah, it is animated. Open, it's not a plot um, point, though. Is that the movie where a bunch of animals come out of hibernation and then Oh, I know which like one you're a, thinking of. But no? I know which one you're thinking of, but that's not it, no. You're thinking of DreamWorks' Over the Hedge. That's right. <laughs> Starring Bruce Willis as the raccoon. <laughs> they all come I, out of hibernation I, and all their food is gone because there's a suburban development. And then they all yep. go on food heists for the entire movie to stock up on food. Because <laughs> there's a bear and the raccoon uh, stole the bear's food. And then the bear's like, you better get me all my food back. So then the raccoon tricks all the other animals into helping him heist food from the suburban neighbors and then goes to bring it back to the bear. But then he feels bad because of the friends he made along the way. <laughs> so he he brings, he, he's like, you know what, bear, screw you, and goes away. But then, like, the bear's mad at them, so then they have to fight the bear. And then that's the end of the movie. He realizes friendship is more important because he was a loner. Yeah. Kind of sound like the bear's getting dicked over in this movie for no reason, but... I mean, the bear was definitely threatening to kill him if he didn't bring him his food back. Yeah, the raccoon stole all his food. Yeah. Anyway, I for no, now, I leaves could, the whole world blind. I could not, yeah, tell, I could not tell you a damn thing about Open Season. Okay, so Open Season is also an Ashton Kutcher film uh, with Martin Lawrence co-starring. Ashton Kutcher is a uh, loner deer uh, who just, you know, can't live in deer world, so he starts uh, rummaging around, and then... There's this bear who used to be a tame bear uh, who, who uh, was like put on as like a trained bear for shows. Uh-huh. But then they forced, uh, but then the deer like discovered the bear in his house and convinced him to like go out on the town. And then uh, because he's out on the town, like they basically forced the wildlife ranger who owned the trained bear to release him into the wild. But then, like, the bear is all like, oh, no, like, I can't live out here. And he's really mad at the deer. So then he forces the deer to, like, help him get back home. But then the bear learns that, like, oh, they've got problems out in these woods. And there's, like, this dickhead hunter who keeps trying to kill us all. And so then a bunch of hijinks ensue. And he ends up, like, you know, finding his place in the world. And he doesn't have to go home in the end anyway. He can live in the woods. Is there a koala in this movie? No, there's not. Okay. I might be confused. It takes place in the American forest. Okay. So, I are you thinking of uh, the movie that was pitched, or that, that was being focus group tested in um, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch? Me, yeah. <laughs> the fake movie? Possibly. <laughs> Otherwise, this might have been a movie that was released as, like, alt programming against Madagascar or something. Ooh. 
Also, we've been circling this one for a while now, so I kind of have to ask. Did you guys see Hoodwinked? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I watched yes. the shit out of Hoodwinked. Okay. Yes. I, I ask me Hoodwinked. anything about Hoodwinked, and I'll know it. <laughs> I fucking dare you. I am I a double master dare you. Ask me about Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. What did the lumberjack want to be in that movie? The lumberjack wanted to be an actor... Jesus, that was easy. Yeah, and he, and he, um, um, he just could, he was very unbelievable. But they wanted him to find his inner lumberjack because he actually wasn't a lumberjack. He was a, a schnitzel salesman by day. But then his schnitzel truck got carjacked, and they stole all of his tires. So then he was really sad, and then he he was told find your inner lumberjack. So he started cutting down a bunch of trees, and the final big tree that he wanted to cut down in order to prove that he was a lumberjack, so he could get the acting role, ended up rolling all the way down the hill into the house. And then the lumberjack was like screaming because he was on top of it, and he got launched into the house, which caused all the confusion when Little Red Riding Hood and the wolf were duking it out inside of that house. So they were all like, "Oh, we thought the lumberjack was like a major murderer, but really, no, he was just wrong place at the wrong time." Don't you come at me with that hoodwink <laughs> bullshit. Holy I got that fuck. on lock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They push those public domain characters to the absolute limit, and I love they it. They absolutely did. And also the animation quality is garbage if you watch it. <laughs> it w- As a kid, you no. don't notice. But there, there's literally like behind-the-scenes interviews where they talk about, like, yeah, we've never animated anything before. Turns out it wasn't actually that hard. And then when you rewatch it, you're like, oh, now I know. They, yeah, they did not animate anything before. They had no idea what they were doing. Who, oh, what was that you asked? Who, who was the leader of the evil ski team? No one asked. It was, it was Dolph. Dolph was the leader. Who was who his lame sidekick with the bad name that the, the bunny wanted him to change? I want to say Keith. What was that? It, it was Keith. It was Keith. It was Keith. Keith, get a better name. Yeah. <laughs> was, that, was, that, was that what he asked? Okay. Yeah. No, that's good. Got it. What, what, did, what, was the, what was the bunny trying to do? What, what was his evil plan? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was, it was taking over all the, all the uh, fancy recipes and all the little mom and pop uh, candy shops and forming them into his giant corporate conglomerate. And uh, taking over the world by, uh, by, by selling everyone candy. That's what the Grimm's brothers really wanted to get across when they were <laughs> assembling all of these stories. The evils of capitalism. I think we need to be done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to do a clap sync and, and let Ryan, I don't know, detox? What was, what was the squirrel photographer's name? Twitchy. Twitchy. It was Twitchy. <laughs> what happened when he drank coffee? He basically like exceeded the speed of light and could <laughs> say everything at redi- and process speeds at ridiculously fast times, similar to the Flash. <laughs> Brian, I'm glad you found another superpower. <laughs> Remembering shitty childhood movies that I probably watched hundreds of times because we had a little tiny TV in yes. my parents' car when we were on road trips. So we would just watch the same like six or seven movies over and over and over again. Yep, yes. that's a superpower, all right.
Because red <laughs> is blue. Doesn't make much sense, but red is blue. Oh. <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, God, there was a sequel. There was, and I saw it once, and it was direct-to-video and very much not the same well, at all. Hoodwinks came out in 1999? No. No, it did Okay, different movie. Rotten Tomatoes yeah. lied to me. Hoodwinked, 2005. There you go. Uh, you know what? Pretty split. 47 uh, tomato, 47, uh, 56 audience score. That's not really split. That's very <laughs> close. That's, that's bad, though. <laughs> Oh, right. Not a good Rotten Tomatoes score. That's right. (laughs) That means 53% of people thought it wasn't worth watching. Not not 53% thought it wasn't, like, good. What does IMDb have to say? I'm going to guess 6.1. 6.4. All right, not bad. Huh? Oh, God, I'm looking at this art, and oh, boy. Oh, watch watch a trailer. Ooh, Lord. I wonder if you can even find the clip of the guy going like, "Yeah, we've never done animation before. Not a big deal." <laughs> and then, and then like watching some of the animation and being like, "Oh boy!" Like I remember when Little Red, there was one scene where she was running through the woods, and oh my god, that run cycle was like the most <laughs> like inhuman running form that you'll ever see. Oh god, I am watching it now, and I, it. This came out after Shrek, right? Absolutely. Four oh years after Shrek. This looks Four worse... years after Shrek. This looks worse than the original Toy Story. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I... Who, who, who voiced uh, Little Red Pucket, you ask? Yes. It, it was Anne Hathaway. It was Anne Hathaway voiced Was Little it Red. really? Yeah. Good for her. Who, who voiced the wolf? Everyone's favorite uh, a deep-voiced uh, actor? Pa- Patrick Warburton. He, he voiced... I think I actually remember that, yeah. I mean, how could you not? I, it, He's got, like, the greatest voice ever. It's like there aren't enough frames of animation, you know? Yeah, it's, no, they probably animated it on twos or something, even though it's computer animated, because they had to cut every corner they could, because they had no idea what they were doing. It's probably running at, like, 15 frames per second. Yeah, it's I, bad. All of this is to say... That if somebody wanted to start a Kickstarter to get a remake of this movie, we, we would fund it. You would get support Ooh, from the Volunteer live action, Podcast. Live action remake. Ooh, shot for shot live action remake. Yes. <laughs> yes. do it. Oh, no. I, I'm, I'm stopping recording.